Hi, friends, and welcome to another episode of Secrets from the Saddle. But before we get started, I have some coaching announcements. Now, they are wrapped around fitness for cycling and cycling skills. Now, the first one is I am going to be launching an online fitness membership, and there's going to be cycling involved in there too, but not till the fall. Now, what it's all about is like cycling is great, but we certainly need to think about muscle development and strength for strength, power, and speed on our bikes. And what's better to do is to work out with weights and bands and get start developing those muscles. So for you guys, this is super special. Get on my VIP list so you get a great deal on the first time membership. Go to cyclefitness.online, get on the list and you're going to get a great deal. The next one is my cyclingskillspro.com and these are my online cycling skills programs. So I have a four hour cycling skills intensive. You get all the things you need to know to be to really improve your cycling and exponentially become a more efficient and economical cyclist. Then, or you can do it in a four hour, you can do it a four week, or you can get a downloadable module where you can just do it at your own pace. And use this code PEDAL to get an extra $50 off with that. Have an amazing episode and enjoy the interview. Welcome to Secrets from the Saddle podcast. I'm Sylvie Daewoo, your host, fellow cyclist, bike club founder, cycling coach, bike race junkie, just truly super passionate about cycling. My journey with cycling started 20 years ago when I opened a spin studio, started a women's race team, and founded a women's only cycling club called Cycle Fit Chicks. I'm super thrilled to reveal all aspects that make the world of cycling operate. I'm so excited to be able to bring you interesting people from around the world, pro cyclists, recreational cyclists, coaches, event organizers, bike shop owners, everything and everyone you need to know or ever wondered about when it comes to cycling. I know you'll enjoy this episode. All right. Thanks, everyone, for joining us for another amazing episode of Secrets from the Saddle, All Things Cycling with your host, Sylvie Dow and this amazing young lady, Evelyn Gagnon, who is a Quebec cyclist. She's a pharmacist in Quebec City. She has an amazing, um, I'll say portfolio for being a para-athlete pilot. <laughs> and um, so a little bit about her background with that respect is that she spent a number of years working with para-athletes as a pilot. She went to the Para Pan Am Games in Lima, Peru. Okay, say that three times fast. In 2019, where her and her partner secured one gold and two silver. And we're super excited to have her on the podcast. Welcome, Evelyn. Thank you. <laughs> so Thanks and thanks so much. And I, I always like to get started as you just sharing your story on how you got into cycling. And now we're going to talk about your um, experience or decision to become a pilot. So how did you get in, into cycling? Um, well, my uh, my parents and my uh, older sister were, were really like... Um, like active they were like cyclists too but like more on the mountain bike side okay. but 
when I was young, I, did, I didn't want to do anything with cycling. I was like, oh no, that's boring. I don't want to go on a ride. Like, no, there's no way I'm doing that. And, <laughs> and one time um, I decided I wanted to race uh, cross-country skiing when I was like 14. So my dad was like, okay, we're do, we'll do like a, a deal with you. <laughs> if you ride the trainer like for a full week, like I'm gonna, I, I'm, you're gonna be able to go on the cross country ski team. Like, like I just want to know if like, you're being um, serious about like the thing. Like, oh shit, okay. Uh, <laughs> and so I was in the garage and like my, my dad's trainer was like super noisy, like the old, old version yeah. of like stuff. I was like staring at the wall with my iPod and I was like, okay, I'm doing that. Okay, nice. So I did. And so I went in the cross country ski team and then during the summer, everyone was like doing cycling. So mm -hmm. I went to my parents again and I was like, hey, mom, dad, can, can I do like road cycling? They were like, no, there is no way we're gonna, <laughs> you're doing that. I was like, but why? <laughs> like, because you quit everything you're doing, like every time, like, so we're not gonna buy you a road bike of like, thousand dollars and then it's gonna take the dust in the garage i'm like no no i promise you i'm gonna i'm, I'm gonna ride and i can rent a bike from the club and like it's only like a, a 150 bucks for the whole season and so and that summer i i did more like uh, kilometers than my dad so i was like oh take that yeah. <laughs> so that's my uh, competitive side who, who started her with that. I was wow. like, I'm, yeah, I'm going to prove them I, I can do this. So and then with school, cycling was easier than like skiing because like it's during the summer. So like it you're done with school. And uh, since we I was living in the Saguenay, so like two hours north of Quebec. So all yeah. the races were super far, like for uh, for cross country skiing. So there was like kind of no point of, of doing that. So I was, I slowly went only to racing, like on the bike. But uh, at first I was like very bad. I was getting dropped like after one pedal stroke because I couldn't clip probably. So, and that then, happens to me once. Yeah, but it happens to me like a full, a full season, <laughs> approximately. And then, I was scared of being in a pack, so I was always like riding, I don't know, like a meter behind. <laughs> so it was super hard. Like a criterium was like my biggest fear. So like turning every time, I was like, oh my God, I can't do that. So like it took me, I would say like three years to be able to hold the pack in, in the Quebec races. Wow. Well, that's, you know, they do say it takes like four years yeah well, really develop those cycling skills but uh good on you for staying <laughs> yeah there was like a lot of people were saying like i don't understand how you continued cycling and not like that person because i i was so bad compared to like the other of my age because they were doing that since they were like seven or something like that and yeah. it was their whole life and i was like i don't even know what a leg warmer is like i <laughs> I have, I have no idea like I have I have one bib I have one jersey and then that's it <laughs> but, you know what sometimes it's uh just not knowing what you don't know that just keeps, keeps yeah. 
coming out, you're like, yeah, you know, I kind of like this, whether I'm like getting dropped or not. And I can see myself getting stronger. And I yeah, I was like, why, why, why I would like give up? Like people were like, oh, oh, it's good that you continue and you don't like uh, quit the, the, the race. I was like, my parents drove me here. I'm not gonna like give up the race like it's it's not gonna be fair for them like I mean I mean I'm here to ride my bike I mean they'd be like that's it no more cycling for you if you're not yeah I mean and, and for me too I was like what's the point of like being and like driving and then not finishing your race even if you get dropped I mean you still get you still you, you can still train at least and like improve in a, in a way so I think like in my own like career as a cyclist I I like I DNF only like three times because I had no other options than like DNF so yeah uh, oh, I love that because you know I've did you actually before did you join a team when you're in the Saguenay or did you always race by yourself no it was a small uh, club it was uh, okay. called uh, Acidos Lactic so it was uh, Pierre Lavoie who, who started that that club yeah, it's a it's a weird name for a club, but yeah, we got we we got what we what we got and oh, right. But yeah, yeah and Sangni was a big like place for for good cyclists, like uh, um, a, a lot of like guys from Sangni um, went pro. Like mm -hmm. Antoine Duchesne is still riding pro right now, like in Europe, and then like in the women's, uh, like there was Audrey Lemieux who was also like oh, a yeah. pilot and uh, like a lot of like good good cyclists so it was like our small like local races were like <laughs> provincial races level <laughs> at least <laughs> so okay. it, was, it was good to to learn but yeah yeah for sure so like I was just I was just gonna say I I had that mentality too I'm like I'm always gonna finish a race regardless of if I'm last or if I, if I have to crawl across the line yeah I'm never going to DNF because I can't avoid it, right? Yeah, and I mean, people are asking, like, why did you DNF? And you're like, uh, I didn't feel about finishing. I mean, that's, that's, that's that would be weird. So <laughs> I know there's there's actually one race in Saint-Raymond. And I think this is 2013. 2000. It was probably like five degrees rain and yeah. That was first time I'd ever done it because like I was always like eh, I don't, I'm not I don't want to drive that far and yeah. but I went there with two so there's three of us two other two other teammates and um I remember like it was I don't know it started like nine or eight or nine like it was it was early and it was freaking cold and it started snowing and started <laughs> raining and I just remember looking around at what people were wearing and I'm like oh my god I was like bundled up in my jacket and my my winter gloves and some people were like in short sleeves I was like holy crap <laughs> and uh and the thing is that I don't know how many people DNF didn't finish that race but it was three loops of 20 and the first two I was good the, the last one I started feeling like the coldness set in and you know like when your core yeah. starts being cold you're like I, I better finish this or else I'm not gonna finish and I actually podiumed yeah. I was like because <laughs> everybody DNF yeah. 
<laughs> yeah, it, it happens Nobody sometimes. Left. Like people just start peeling off. Yeah. And I'm telling you, Evelyn, when I finished that, my two teammates didn't finish. I cried. I cried so hard. <laughs> I couldn't get my gloves off. I couldn't get the keys out of my back pocket. I was just like, and I sat in my car and I wailed. Like mm -hmm. I was so cold. <laughs> I'll never ever forget it. I have the worst podium picture. I'm just like, yeah. but I was the only one there. <laughs> so funny. Yeah, so the, the, this is what happened when you race like in May in Quebec and stuff. <laughs> it's always cold and you're like the week before it could be like 20 and sunny and like yeah. the week after it's like almost snowing and it's super cold and like oh shit. <laughs> yeah. It's like the further north you never know what you're gonna get. But so moving forward, um, so your race experience, the ones you're talking about, that's in your teens, right? Yeah. So how did you advance? Like, what did you do after high school? Uh, well, I, I just continued like cycling with the, I, uh, there was not a lot of teams at that moment, like for juniors. <laughs> so um, I was mostly like independent because it doesn't, doesn't really uh, change anything like for the, the Quebec races and stuff. Mm -hmm. And I was working in a bike shop, so I had deals on my bike and other <laughs> what I needed. So uh, I was good. <laughs> and um, when I was like, uh, el when I turned elite, so it was my first year of university, I think. And I just had few teams uh, now and then, like mostly from, um, I, I raced two years with um, the cyclery. Oh, and, you did? Yeah. In, uh, in Ottawa. Were you um, coached by Jenny as well? Yeah. <laughs> okay. Yeah. I interviewed her the other day. <laughs> and Jenny's, Jenny's oh so, is so nice. Like she, she's yeah. the best. Yeah. But um, the team uh, was uh, more like uh, uh, needed more commitment from the riders. And I was starting my master. So I was like, I can't, uh, I can't take that anymore. So like, uh, because I, I didn't want to like add the pressure on me to like need, needing to go there or do that. And mm -hmm. since I was from Quebec, like uh, going to uh, Gatineau, Ottawa is not super like uh, close uh, as well. So uh, I decided I was like done <laughs> racing. Clearly it was a fail. It was the like worst retirement ever probably, <laughs> but like, so and then, uh, so that was in 2014 that I decided that. But my friend Audrey Lemieux, like she called me because she started uh, piloting like um, a para-athlete. And she, she called me saying like, oh my God, Evelyn, you need to do that too. Like they need another pilot for like, a, for like a, another woman and uh, you should do that come on, it would be great. And like, Joanny Caron is also like piloting. It would be so nice. Like there would be like the three of us. <laughs> she she yeah. was so hyped. I, I was hyped. So I was like, okay, I will call uh, that person and I will see. And uh, so that's how it went. It was like, uh, she was from uh, Granby, the first uh, okay. athlete I rode with. But her bike that she had from uh, Cycling Canada was way too big for me. So like the first ride we we did together, I couldn't put the saddle like, oh like, no, like enough. Uh, 
So I was like, <laughs> it was super hard to pedal because the, the saddle was too high. And then I was like, man, we can like do an, any race with that. I, I, and it was like a month before like nationals. So I was like, man, we need to find something. Uh, so Cycling Canada had like a frame that was too small. I don't know, like a custom okay. frame for, for like two athletes that they didn't like order the right size, I guess. I don't know. <laughs> the story they, they didn't doesn't like, tell. <laughs> here's the frame. You can Yeah, so like she like, bought she bought the frame, she bought all the parts and like we we asked someone to put that uh, like all together and like we got the bike like literally a week before nationals that year. Oh gosh. Like okay, we're we're going we're going to nationals. And it was a uh, was was a good good races. We finished like uh, third the like for the TT and, and the road race and uh, and so I I continue for like another year with her and the third year like she um, she was getting um, married and like so she didn't have a lot of time so it was more like of a in between uh, season for me so yeah. I was I I started back racing uh, like alone like. Uh, independent again yeah not independent i was in a in a team from uh, montreal it was called a stingray uh but it doesn't uh well it changes name right now (laughs) so i don't know it all the teams change names all the time so so that was in 2016 yeah so that was the year like uh that i i kind of like stopped racing the tandem because uh, like my athlete stopped and so mm-hmm. I raced uh, on my own and it was actually like a super like good year for me I won like uh, Charlevoix the Grand Prix Charlevoix and I finished second in the Lachine grits like the series yeah I was living in Montreal so I of course I was doing Lachine yeah really yeah cool so, Charlevoix is hard holy yeah and and then the next year, the, the year after that, um, another like uh, woman uh, uh, lost her pilot. Like she 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 stopped piloting. So I was like, I was an unemployed pilot. She was an uh, <laughs> an athlete without a pilot. So we merged. <laughs> like that that's how it happened. Yeah. So like we went for a ride like uh, in Quebec and. Uh, like okay i think we could uh, we could do something because we were both like a uh, small sizes so it was a uh, fitting uh, ride the bike was like perfect for me too so um so the um, that season was uh, was hard uh, because we didn't ride a lot together and mm-hmm. so like in the first race is always like a beginning of may so when you don't ride a lot before that it's it's hard to do something yeah so um so after that, like at the end of the season at Nationals, it was very, very better and like uh, everything. And and then um, year after that, 2018, um, we uh, we qualified to go like to go for um, a World Cup in the Netherlands. Yeah. Because we did our standard. So uh, it was a good, uh, good experience. Uh, like a very like cycling culture in in Netherlands, super yeah. flat though, so not oh. very like uh, not very good for our type of uh, of cyclist. But uh, 
but anyway <laughs> so uh, and after that there was the um, Becomo World Cup so uh, in the east of Quebec <laughs> very, very far <laughs> like a five hour drive from Quebec and uh, so it was it was happening way before that but uh, it stopped for a few years and 2018 was the first like here they, they got they got that World Cup back so it was good to have like a another like World Cup uh, and it was close. So uh, it was good. So, um, and then 2019, we, we got selected for like the Belgium World Cup, but we decided to go to the Italy World Cup too, because it was a week before. So we were able to do that, but we were like on our own. So we had to book the Airbnb, book the flight, book the travel from like, uh, Italy to Belgium. I asked like uh, the father of an of a tandem from Belgium to like take us from the airport to the to the hotel. Oh yeah, <laughs> yeah. what are you gonna do with that bike? <laughs> yeah, because the bike is so huge, and like the the like the drive from the airport was like an hour and a half. And I was like, oh, we're not gonna take a Uber for that. It's gonna cost like three hundred euros or something like that. <laughs> Put that thing on the the roof, right? Yeah. So I was like, oh, okay, we need to find something. So uh, I, I asked like the, the girl from Belgium and I was like, do you, do you know someone who could like take us? And she was like, oh, sure. My dad is going to be happy to do that. So like, he was super nice and he was cheering on us after that on, during the race. And oh. like the girl was like, oh my God, my dad is such a fan of you. He's like, where is Evelyn and Annie? I want to go and talk to them again. <laughs> So I was like, yes. <laughs> oh, that's awesome. Yeah. Oh my gosh. I love it when like a uh, cycling community comes together. Yeah. And like, yeah, I made, I made friends with like, such, like uh, amazing people, like during all those, all those years. And, mm -hmm. um, and so 2019, uh, uh, we got a good result at the Belgium World Cup. And it was the, it was the biggest, like, World Cup in history in terms of like people of tandem because we were like 22 uh, women tandem so it was very it was a big pack for like for for paracycling and oh. we did we did a top 10 I uh, I think like nine so that got us like selected for like uh, the Panam Games later oh. in the in the summer and also yeah. the fact that we we uh, did the best time trial at nationals for the the women. Um, and so, yeah, at Pan Ams, we had to do the track even, but the fact is that we never rode like a track before. <laughs> so, uh, yes. <laughs> so I was like, okay, we need to, to ride the track bike at some point. <laughs> so. Oh, I, wow. So is that, a, is that the same type of tandem bike that you would ride for the road and the track? Cause I know they're totally different, like, because the gearing and so. It, the frame is like it, it looks like it could be the same but the frame is not the same because like you need to to be able to change gears at the back and like uh, and it's probably more like solid solid i, I guess uh, but uh, yeah uh, so cycling canada add uh, a bike did it fit <laughs> yes it, yes we were very lucky because it was a small uh, track frame so but like I had to uh, to ask one of my friends to have like a 
aero bars because those were like too big for me so like I had to put together some stuff and like oh and my coach uh, um spent the day with us in, in Beaumont on, on the track uh to see like how we were doing mm-hmm. and the the site the national uh, like next gen coach was there and he was like oh they they can ride fast on the track like they, they didn't maybe didn't think we would be like we would be good i don't know i'm just this those are just assumptions but it's okay. like they were like okay like it's like okay we need to work on on that so i was like okay so, so the so, pan ams was that a time trial on the track or was it like a group no it's a uh, the the even the events on the track for um tandems were like um the kilo and the pursuit so like uh yeah so only like uh, alone like on the okay. track okay i was like oh god yeah. there's no like a uh, pack event uh, for them okay, that's good <laughs> there, there used to be I, i think like there was even like madison like on tandems before i i heard of that so i was like oh my god i'm I'm glad I was I wasn't born in in those areas. <laughs> Not really. Like, oh gosh. Yeah. I, I think I just. What? Yeah, Madison <laughs> on a tandem would be very scary for me. <laughs> yeah, yeah so, I would imagine. Yeah, scary. so like, uh, so like a day of track, and then a few days at Mil on the Milton track, and then we were off for like Lima. So like maybe four days of track cycling and like our history of cycling. So I was like, okay, we're gonna do a kilo of pursuit. We practiced the pursuit. Like, so I was, I was like, okay, we did one pursuit. And, but but when, <laughs> when we did, when we did the kilo, it was our first kilo. Like the, the, the I, I never. Kilo. It's ever. a four laps of the track. Oh, okay. So it's a time, so it's like a, Oh, one kilometer? Is it yeah. like a one kilometer? Oh, one okay. Kilometer. But you start, you start, uh, like on the pursuit, so you start uh, on the gates. So it's yeah. not like... So, oh, really? Yeah, so you need to uh, accelerate the bike, which is hard to do on a tandem. So... Yeah. Yeah. And the corners is very close to the start. <laughs> like, yeah. will I have enough speed for to do that? <laughs> oh, wow. <laughs> At first, I was super scared of like uh, standing up, like start because to accelerate a, te- uh, a track bike, the the easiest way to do that is being like off the saddle, of course. Yeah, but like on the on the tandem, it's hard like to be like coordinate coordinate. So um, yeah. I so I can think of like the couple of times my daughter and I'm I'm like okay, let's <laughs> like you know, out of the saddle, up the hill. And yeah. boy, that was not... The first crazy. times are not super pretty. It's like, oh, I, I hope nobody saw that. Or <laughs> One, two, three, go. Sorry. On the count of three. Yeah, no, that, it needs to be more simple than that. You just stay up. And then when your pedal is down, you, you, just, you just went up. Oh, well, there you go. See? Yeah. And then you, you stay down when you want to sit. And that's it. Because oh, oh okay the, the, the less you talk the more like the the best it would be <laughs> probably yeah really yeah. okay now no next wait a- yeah and then after that you you're like when you're tired it's like uh, 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 
said, oh, fuck it. <laughs> like, you, just, you just don't know how to say things. So, so you need to keep it very simple. It's like, okay, go. <laughs> or like, <laughs> when you see me getting up, get up. <laughs> it's like, up, down. <laughs> down. Yeah. So, oh, yeah, yeah the, on the, 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 the first event, in the in Peru were the track events so we spent a lot of days at the track in the, the days before the race and then like on the the pursuit was the first race and uh, it and we ended up being like the two Canadian teams in the final so like oh nice so that's cool and we were super close and we finished at, at 0.6 second in the final so we, wow. we, we we lost silver by 0.6 seconds, but like, <laughs> it's okay. <laughs> it's another Canadian team who won. So we were just like, we were hearing like screaming everywhere on the track because it was all Canadians. Like the uh. coach were like, go! And like the other coach was like, go! And then like, it was very like uh, special to, uh, to. Oh my God, what an, what, what are the odds, right? Going up against your own country. Huh? Yeah. Second, first, yeah. The 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 odds were very in our favor because like there was not a lot of like uh, teams because it's Pan Am, it's not like the world. And like on paper, I think we were kind of the in the three best teams, like the two uh, the the two teams from Canada. And then so we finished second, and our first kilo of the pursuit was very fast. So I was like, oh, maybe maybe we could be uh, we could be good at the at the kilo the two days two days after or the next day I don't remember. Yeah. And we were we were the last team to start on the uh, for the kilo. So oh. I saw all the times I was like, mm, I think we can beat that, but I don't know. We never did a kilo. So like so <laughs> so like oh, okay, I'm I think we can do that if we uh, if we don't make mistake and like we go and. So we we started and we went all out. It's like my legs at the I, I couldn't like get out of the aero bars because my my arms were so like weak because I I went so hard. It took me a lap to be able to, to change my hands. <laughs> oh no! And then I I looked at the screen, the big screen, and I saw that we were the the first like the that we won. So I was like. Wow. Whoa, we won. <laughs> you know, it's probably better that you didn't. I was just thinking, is it a, was it a good thing or a bad thing that you saw all the, the times? Because I guess you like, uh, but then you didn't know what where to put yourself anyways, because you've well, never done one. That's probably I mean, a good thing. I mean, when you when we looked at our first kilo of the pursuit, like so the first kilometer, we were faster than like most of the teams who start who started. So so uh, I was like, I had a good idea that we could we could do that time. Like yeah. I mean, uh, the the other team from Canada was was the one to beat, and that's what happened. So we went it. another time. We went first and second. So that oh. day, <laughs> yeah, cool. yeah. So that was very like it was very like a, it was very good because like you just like put your eyes on the big screen and you see that you won. So it's it's a it's a very like special like feeling oh i bet yeah and like i'm not very i'm not very patriotic but 
when the national and team like went for us i was like oh shit that's for us <laughs> like i mean i'm so proud to be a canadian right now <laughs> <laughs> and how did your how did your uh, athlete feel like i, I mean i'm sure I, she felt safe. i told her like i think i told her like annie we won and she was like what like yes we won <laughs> oh because so, yeah because how visually impaired was she um she, she couldn't see anything she can't read on the screen oh okay. yeah everything is kind of like blurry and she can't see yeah, colors yeah. and stuff and uh, so yeah she didn't she had no idea we won so that was uh that was good so yeah oh was, that was of course exciting. she was happy and it's a uh, it's always a uh, like a few seconds after me <laughs> like when <laughs> What are you so excited about? Oh yeah. <laughs> yeah we won. By the way, we won. <laughs> By the way, we won. <laughs> yeah. so, no, it was it was very very nice. And then after that there was a road race. The the time trial didn't go uh, as good as we wanted, but um I mean we're since we were we're small, like yeah. uh, we don't have like the pure watts to to be good on flats and, right. and stuff like that and the the course was like flat with one hill but like mostly flat right super windy so i mean and it was a mixed podium with the men we had we were like factorized so they just um take off some of our time and they and and they put the the women and men together yeah, yeah. it's a it's a They always uh, does that for TTs uh, between all the categories, like for when there's not enough like uh, tandems or like enough participants. But right. so we didn't really care that we didn't podium because like yeah, we feel like we, I already uh, put all my effort in the track. So yeah, I was like, now I'm a track cyclist <laughs> with all my big experience. I'm a track cyclist. Yeah, <laughs> but the road race was. Um, Uh, like to so the the last event was the road race one of our like the 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 other team from canada went like in a did an attack like a, a lap with like two laps to go i think it was mm -hmm. like 10 10ks for a lap and uh, so we just sat like like bitches in the in the brazilian wheels because i was like oh no i can't go at the front my teammate is there and then 500 meters from the finish, we all, we sprinted them. I was like, oh my god, I feel almost bad, but that that this is bike racing, I guess. <laughs> but <laughs> I was like, oh, so you should have been up there front, just yeah, break away. <laughs> when another like when your teammate goes, you can't really like, and like they went, and at that same moment we had a problem with our chain ring, so. We lost like kind of two seconds, so I had to chase back on like the the other team the, from the from Brazil, and then I mean I couldn't take the chance to attack and then just bring the Brazilian to the to the other team from Canada. Right, right, right. Yeah, and uh, they were stronger anyway. But like on on the on the sprints were were kind of good, so I I knew we had the sh a good chance at at the sprint. So yeah, is that where you got the silver? Yeah. Yeah, the the other silver. Yeah. Okay. And who came gold? The other. The, the Canadian. Like so, we all we all. It was oh. always like, like a Canadian, Canadian, Brazil. <laughs> like every every race. <laughs> right. But, yeah. 
You're like, you guys can have the time trial. I'm okay. I'll just like. It's okay. It's okay. But, uh, oh, yeah. wow. So that was your, your last, well, I guess 2019 was everybody's last season of anything. Yeah. I, um, I never thought it would be, but like the, Annie, the, 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 the woman I was racing with, uh, she decided to retire after that season anyway. It, so yeah. I was like, what am I, what I'm going to do in 2020? I was kind of depressed. I was like, I don't have a, another like athlete. Like I want to continue, but like, how, how can I find a new athlete? And like, and so it was kind of like, it was hard. Like for me, I was like, I don't know if I'm ready to just take someone like from the bottom, like from the bottom, bottom when, when you were at this at a certain level it's hard to sometimes to to say right. okay i'm gonna take someone who doesn't know anything about cycling and then put put her on a on a bike i'm like okay no i'm not sure i was ready for that and we're gonna train 20 hours a week yeah. and we're gonna go to the like, yeah so whew. Uh. But it, so the the pandemic like went in the right timing for me because like yeah. in any way like i was i had a good like um I had plans for like uh, fixed gear racing and and oh. rows and stuff, but like obviously nothing of that happened. Right. Uh, I think my my last race of 2020, like before all that, was like uh, the Fat Bike Quebec Championship, <laughs> crossing like Where? Lac Saint Jean on the Fat Bike. Oh, oh I've seen that. Yeah, 30k of white desserts <laughs> like this it's like where am i where am i going oh am I there's going a, in the direction am i gonna fall through the ice am yeah. I gonna... the, oh there's a snowmobile i'm on the right way okay good i'm coming <laughs> i'm good <laughs> yeah oh my gosh yeah that would probably unnerve me i'd be like <gasps> yeah it's very like it's very weird to be like on a on a lake that that is that big and then yeah. you're like alone and all you see is white, like on the what right. Do you mean you're alone? Like yes. you're in between packs or like um there was not a lot there was not a lot of packs. Like I was oh. and on a fat bike it's hard to follow someone because uh, like sometimes you follow someone and like you're not following exactly the same track and then you fall or like it's it's, oh. very, it's very hard like uh, depends on the conditions but like on that day it was kind of it was super hard to to hold a, a line and follow someone but right. so i was mostly mostly alone all the time but <laughs> yeah sometimes it's best that way yeah <laughs> we talk about that yeah so now what are you doing it's 2021 and we're all kind of sitting there kind of yeah. ready from swift all winter from swifting all winter long and and it's kind of like what are we gonna do are there, there races and then some are starting to get canceled yeah i mean what's last what's year last year i um i registered on zwift because before that i didn't see the point of like zwifting because i was like i don't mind just riding my trainer uh, with my interval taped on my bar and like <laughs> watching a a movie from the 90s like from like a, a cycling like race probably and like yeah I sound super old when I say things like that but like oh I'm kind yeah. of the same like I prefer you know sitting on my rollers and listening to a podcast 
and mm -hmm. you know putting through some intervals but uh but yeah i felt the i felt the pull of swift maybe you did too from everybody else being on it because i it, it's just i decided to start it with because uh, like all the ski uh, resorts were closing like last year in march so oh. i was like oh i all i can do right now basically is ride inside so i was like okay i'm gonna i'm gonna ride on zwift and because i know a few of my friends are doing that so okay let's try it and like it's very like since i'm very competitive i was like okay i need to uh, like level up like quicker so i need to find a way to do that so i read all the things on zwift insider on like how to level up quick like quicker <laughs> and like yeah, I like, oh, I need to do all the badges. Like, so all the, the oh my gosh, all the maps. but like, I didn't, I only have three to do left. Like, so the PRL full, uh, the Mega Bredzel and the Uber Bredzel. Oh, I did the PRL full. Yeah, I Not, know. I, I don't know how. That one out of the way. <laughs> I, I really don't know how you did that because I, I'm just, I'm tired just looking at the, at those numbers. Like, well, the, you know, it was 12 of us oh. did it together. And um, and we were on like Facebook chat while we were on there. And um, and we had like three, it took like seven and a half hours. You probably do a lot faster, but the thing is that we timed like three stops and, and it took us like for half an, well, yeah, like 15 minutes or something. Yeah. So it took us an hour, seven and a half hours. So it probably would have taken us seven hours. Yeah. And yeah, that was like an all day Sunday. We started. I like mean, I would do that like probably like in November, like when it's like uh, not super great for riding outside, not very good for for skiing. So <laughs> that's the only time I, I could do that because like otherwise I'm like, there's no way I'm sitting inside like for seven hours on my and like in the the first time I did like an 80 or 90K on Zwift, I was like sweating so much. I was like, shit, I need like seven bottles of water or something. I don't know. Like it's it's like the the, the hydration on Zwift is so like important. And sometimes yeah. you're like, yeah, I don't have enough like bottles. So I was like texting my boyfriend, can you come and like give me a bottle? I don't want to, I don't want to stop because I'm in a meetup with my friend. So if I stop, I'm yeah I'm yeah dropped, so. but, uh, i'm gonna have to like sprint and catch them yeah. so, uh, That's so, funny. so yeah all my i need i want to do all the ba all the badges but uh yeah so three left and i i still have like the 20 25 times the alp uh, the zwift to do like i don't know of this is this is so long like 25 times not in the same ride though like in total. Oh, uh, there you go. You stop, go, stop, go, stop, go. Yeah. <laughs> so what, what are your, so if like, you know, it's April now, things just shut down for all of us. Um, what are your plans? Do you like, if, if something happens this summer, what are you hoping to get out of the year? This um, year? Well, I mean, if, I'm always race ready. Like, I mean, I, I, I never stop to train. So, I mean, I would be happy if there's like some races like last year, like Quebec championship. And uh, if I can, uh, if I, if I can ride on the tandem again, I would be happy. 
<laughs> with uh, yeah. yeah with your daughter probably <laughs> but uh, oh wouldn't that be great because I I did chat with her about that and uh and I was hoping Granby would have been a one yeah I'm very I'm, I was surprised Granby got cancelled because I I mean it's a time trial so I mean there's no yeah. problem but I mean, right now everything is so complicated. I, I I guess they didn't want to take like the the chance of like doing it and having to cancel it like a day before because right. I I guess all the races will probably happen like later in the season. Like all the May races, I'm very not sure they're gonna happen, but maybe July, August. Well, put your sound down for July 10th because that's when our club event is yeah okay i'm gonna mark my i'll make sure she's ready <laughs> i'm like because i'm the organizer for that event wow. so it's on the schedule um i was gonna send out an an email to past uh past racers to say it's still on um and now i just have to talk you know to the fqsc about all the regulations and policies and how they run the time trials now because mm -hmm. it's all outside right like there's no going into buildings it's just like a roll in check in do the race leave i yeah. guess and wait for results and yeah. um so i mean last year in the, the for the tt they weren't there was no like um holding a person like oh so the yeah. person was like there was like kind of a, I don't know, a stand. And like, so you just stand on it and you, you push yourself like, oh, really? yeah. Oh, really? Yeah. Because they, they didn't want any, like another person to hold someone because it would be like too right. close, but it worked well, I guess. I mean. Hold on. Yeah. <laughs> Just a second, my son. Well, it's a good thing I can edit these. <laughs> like, stop banging on the window. Oh my gosh, it's so cold out there. I'm like making my tea, oh. <laughs> get my sweater on, my scarf. I'm like, yeah, you look comfy. That's it. And I got the heater down there going on and off. I'm like, oh my gosh. But uh, yeah, so um, yeah, that's interesting. So I got to find out everything that has changed. Hmm. And, uh, you know, and I, I'm hoping. Um, I've already talked to the region here and they're good with it. I just have to yeah. um, apply again for the event and probably put in all the policies. So I have to find out what those are. Mm -hmm. um, but I guess that like, a lot of people bought uh, like bought like TT bikes because they know that it, it would be the kind of race that will likely happen during the season. Mm -hmm. So like, TTs are more popular than before because of that. Like, really? Yeah, because last year, like in Quebec City, we had like a local uh, races. Mm -hmm. and the organizer is like super nice. He's like a 
he's probably uh, 75 years old and he's he wants to like organize races and he's super like practice so he did like uh, 10 tts and last summer yeah uh what? not maybe maybe not 10 but like at least six six seven and like there were there were like uh over 80 80 person every time on the week on the week night like it was on wednesday night so wow we're, yeah, is, this, it, is this in saint martin uh no it was in uh, quebec uh, city so oh quebec city yeah. okay wow that's yeah. Because I know um, locally the OBC opened them up and they had quite a few, but I didn't think that time trial bikes had gotten that popular. Yeah, but uh, in Quebec City, what we did was like uh, there was a, a category, uh, like a separate category for like normal bikes. So right. I was I was doing it on my road bike just like okay. to train and like to 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 have a race or I don't know. So that's why maybe there was a uh, more person, more people because like. They were like, oh, there's a, I can compare myself to the other like normal bikes. So, I mean, that's good. That's yeah. nice. So, yeah. Oh, super cool. Well, I hope like, I'm not into doing like weekly events, but, uh, you know, a lot of people are, I just find Quebec a little bit more liberal than, than Ontario, which is way more conservative. And and I know like with the FQSC, they're more open to trying to make it work, yeah. right? So that race seasons continue. And um, I don't know, with Ontario, they have stuff on the calendar, um, but no website to, to reference to. So I'm like, okay, so <laughs> I don't know how much or, you know, like the distance or anything or even like exactly where it is. So, but anyways, mm. so, so yeah, so this year, and I assume like, you know, you're looking to continue building on your experience and, and going to be a pilot for the future, just to yeah doing that for a while. Yeah, I mean, my my goal is to my goal is to continue if I if I have like someone if I have someone to ride with on the tandem because like a lot of uh, of the pilots I know are like way older than me so mm -hmm. I guess I have a few years. <laughs> yeah, really. <laughs> that I can if I if I'm still like in shape, uh, I guess I can continue, and right. uh, I'm still like on the athlete council as the athlete rep, so I. I I want to still like be involved in the, mm -hmm. in the changes and stuff like that. Yeah. Well, that's super cool. Mm -hmm. And um, so we're going to be watching you for sure. Obviously, we're going to be in touch. But uh, I want to thank you so much, Evelyn, for uh, jumping on here and doing this interview with me. I think it's so important and it's really exciting, you know, that you want to continue being a pilot and uh, for, you know, hopefully like newer para-athletes that are uh, coming in that are visually impaired and that need somebody. And uh, it's good that you're super, super eager. And hopefully maybe you'll get to work with my daughter. Who knows? <laughs> we'll and see about that. Future. I'm not part of that. Well, I am, but I'm not, but you know what I mean? Yeah. But, um, and so I just want to thank all of our listeners.
for jumping in and listening to this episode. And uh, hey, if you know anybody who's looking for a pilot who wants to ride tandem and uh, contact Evelyn, all her information will be. <laughs> Go now. Go now. <laughs> you have to be a smaller. Yeah. Yeah, about like a five five feet tall and like one one twenty pounds. All right. There you go. That's her ideal yeah. ideal power athlete. Yeah. So thanks everybody, and make sure to put your notifications on to get all the amazing podcast episodes that are coming up. And don't forget to write us a review because Evelyn and I would love a five star review and a good review off of this, wouldn't we, Evelyn? Oh, we, we sure do. <laughs> yeah, that's right. So make sure you write that down. I think you can do that in iTunes or Apple, whatever it's called now. But uh, thanks a lot, everybody, and have an amazing weekend. Take care. Thank you so much for spending this time with me on the Secrets from the Saddle podcast, learning more about sighting people, places, and things that make cycling such an exciting sport. I am so glad you stopped by today. Please leave me a review if you feel so moved to do so. I would love to hear your feedback. And if you could take one second to share this episode with someone you think would enjoy it, I would be forever grateful. Also, if you could please leave me a review if you feel so moved by going to iTunes and leaving me an honest thought and an honest comment telling me what you think and most importantly tell me what you'd like to hear more of it would really help me to bring more great inspiring cycling stories to you until then have an amazing day make sure you ride your bike and don't forget to visit my youtube channel if you'd like to see the full version of this podcast live